What's up, Dunwoody? Thanks for joining us. My name is Matt Weber. I am a local realtor podcasting and building these digital communities all over Dunwoody. If you aren't on Facebook, you may not have heard of us. If you're on the Book of Face, you may have heard of us a little too much. Uh, We've got five or six local Facebook groups that you might be interested in. The Restaurant Review Group is the largest, and the Community Forum is getting big as well. Um, Be sure to check those out. You can find the links on our website. The other half of What's Up Dunwoody is my wife's brother, Justin Dyke. You can usually find him around Porter Brewery or the Georgetown area. He is the founder of PoolDews.com and an all-around good guy who genuinely cares about the people around him. His most recent community activism, trying to save the Georgetown wreck from GDOT. T-shirts are coming soon. We have one sponsor, Dr. Brett Friedman of Village Orthodontics. You probably won't go see him just because he sponsors the podcast, but hopefully you will remember that name, Village Orthodontics. Someday you will need his service, and then when you Google Village Orthodontics, you'll see that he has 71 Google reviews, all five-star. That's why you're going to go there, but be sure to mention the show. Many of you might not understand how the Dunwoody nonprofits work around here. Um, The Nature Center isn't exactly run by the city. The city buys the land and then allows other groups to run the organizations like day-to-day activities. The Brook Run baseball fields are another. Uh, They were bought and paid for by the city and then handed over to Dunwoody Senior Baseball, letting the folks who actually know baseball run the baseball operations. The latest version of this is the new soccer fields at Brook Run. Um, The city is building them, and Chiefs FC will run them. On today's show, we welcome back Neil McNabb to talk about Brook Run Soccer. We recorded this conversation a couple weeks back, and at that point, we were kind of thinking that the work at Brook Run was appearing to run a little behind schedule. Yesterday, the word came down from Parks and Rec Department that the grand opening would be delayed a month, pushed back to April 18th. We mentioned the original March date in like five different times throughout the podcast, so I edited them all out and edited it in April 18th. You probably won't even be able to tell. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. We're here with Neil McNabb from Chiefs Soccer, Chiefs FC, coming back to uh, give us a little update on what's coming around at Br- Brook Run. When what's popping? What's popping, yeah. What's popping? So what's popping, Neil? Uh, I think it's still a construction site right now, but we're... <laughs> Boo! <laughs> it has been... Uh, there's lots of stuff going on, and we're getting close to the, uh, the point of completion, so now we're hey, when can we get on there and when we can start kicking a ball on there and, uh, you know, obviously uh, get the kids out there playing. So now it's timelines and ordering equipment and goals and just planning for programming out there. So we're, we're super excited. Uh, we've opened all of our registration and, and planning to use the, the facility. They, they originally told us the end of January. Uh, waiting on an update because we've had a lot of rain recently, so we think it might get pushed back by a couple of weeks. But yeah. uh but hey, you know, as soon as it's is open, we'll uh, we'll be rolling it out. So, how much Did, variety is there in goal purchasing? Like, do you get a book? Well, first off, are they going to you <laughs> to add, to to be like, what should we buy? Or is the city just somebody like, I don't know, who would do that? Brent or something like that? It's like, oh yeah, I've got to go pick out goals. So it's actually our part of the the agreement that we'll provide the the, oh. the goals. So. Uh, you know, you can you can spend as much as you like on a on a soccer goal. I wouldn't advise any families to go out there and buy you know the competition FIFA grade. Yeah. You know, full size. How much of the ones you're buying? Um, there'll be about uh, fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars a goal. Each goal. Yeah. Wow. What's hope, the difference? Hope those last. The, yeah. What? <laughs> I guess I mean, it's I'm just sure the, yeah. We want we, yeah. yeah. Well, we want the goals that are going to hold up for a little bit of time and right. not you know one and done. But we have some some kids that can strike a soccer ball, and the last thing we need is you know one shot 
and boom, it's like the, the old school comics where they broke the goal in yeah, the first it falls shot. forward onto the goalie or something. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's, we want to avoid that stuff. <laughs> if you order one made out of chip wood or something. They'll have the glass. wheels on the bottom though, right? Yeah, it'd be like those karate instructors who have the kids break the wood. And I'm, I'm always looking at those videos <laughs> thinking, is that actually a real piece of wood or are they just slice their hand through a piece of paper there, you know? Yeah. Um, it's never a real piece board. of wood. Yeah, <laughs> the boards. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. You're saying before the show starts, so you're going to have four goals on each field, right? Or that, that's it has to be six goals in each field because we want to have the ability to play um, full field soccer. There are two full-size fields, artificial mm. turf. And for the then, actual players. Yeah. And, the, yeah, and, and then, then the cross Seven aside for me. Seven aside and nine, nine aside. So we're going to have two, uh, two of the fields, um, one field lined for two 77 fields and one field lined for two 99s. Now, there are going to be permanent markers out there, and the city is putting other markers in there for lacrosse and uh, and stuff like that as well. And so there's, it's going to be it's going to be used. It's going to be used a lot, and that's that's great for the community. What so are the nine v nines? There's kids that play under twelve. That's oh, the younger kids yeah. playing across the field. Okay. Well, and we we also um, are trying to decide what level of adult league we put out there as well. Oh, I love we're that. looking at that stuff. Um, we are putting an application to Georgia soccer to have our status change. Currently we're, we're offering you know youth soccer and under Georgia soccer, you can have youth and adult and it's a simple process, but that will, that will go through in uh, early February. Well, I'm your guy. I want to organize that. And then we're, you. yeah, and then we're ready to go. Then Once we're ready. We could have our own team. Could you uh, play against like Doraville or Shambly? Could you, maybe you could like really organize this. That to, would be cool. That would be sort of cool. Like our best, what, how many people are on a soccer field at once? 12? 10? Well, there's seven. The ones that I play is seven. It's across. Seven? Oh, okay. play sideways. Right. Seven aside. Really? Doesn't mm-hmm. seem like enough. What, because you have one goal. Well, you're, going to side to, you're going side to side. Mm-hmm. Side to side? Like yeah, playing half across. court? Yeah. No. Well, you're playing on half the field. What? Side Why would side. you do that? Because it's only seven people. Well, why don't you just get a bigger team and play the whole thing? Mm, it's a lot of running. Oh, wow. <laughs> I guess, right? Isn't that the difference? I mean, 11 aside, I don't think I can hang anymore. And I don't think I could make those long runs. I think that a lot of these the adult leagues play slightly smaller numbers because it enables the team to have a good sized roster with some subs. Yeah, and and it's you tough know to the, get eleven guys out there too. It is, and and when you play the smaller the the, the play, I mean, the reason they changed it for the kids to play smaller field, that smaller I numbers get. Field, it was well, it was so that each individual player gets more touches, and more touches means more fun. And so you start doing that with the adult league. Look, we all go out there. We're all busy. If we, if I go out to play, you want to play. I want, I want to be able to play and touch the ball and, and enjoy it, you know. And, uh, and, and that's I, what I would not want to do. I'd be so happy if the ball was just on the other side of the whole time. Yeah, like, <laughs> kicking dirt, just like your sister. Yeah. <laughs> Sasha one time told me she was like. Why would anybody pay to play soccer? That just doesn't make sense to me. I was like, well, honey, I pay for two different teams to play soccer. You pay for yeah. two different teams. <laughs> I just don't understand that. Well, we're excited to get out there, and hopefully the people that come to play on the adult leagues and the youth leagues are, are excited to be out there and want, want to play. And yeah. What kind of turf is it? Is it grass or is it uh, fake? It's the, it's the artificial Oh, okay, turf. cool. And in part of the, the arrangement, you know, the, the city's putting it in, and then uh, they've called it the sinking fund is uh, how we uh, work to not pay back the city but start putting uh, a portion of registration fees into the sinking fund, which will help replace the turf. It has a shelf life of 12 to 15 years. Mm-hmm. And you've, there's certain maintenance. It's not the same as cutting grass and watering the grass. Like it's not going to require that. 
But you have uh, to put down the rubber pellets. There right? is, and it's got to be brushed. And then mm. when it when it gets past the shelf life, it needs to be replaced, and that's ex- ex- you know an expensive project. So right away, our end of the the agreement is we'll provide the goals, uh, the, the equipment out there, the flags and stuff, the benches that's needed. Uh, we will be providing the concession equipment, uh, which we're. Uh, We'll be running the concession stand or, or working with folks to run the concession stand. And then we want to, we will be contributing to this quote-unquote sinking fund so that when the time to replace the field, we, we have some funds there to, to engage in that project. Um, we don't want to get, this is great, and use this field, and we all play on it, and then we get 12 years down the line, and you know, can't it's afford. worn out, and we can't afford to replace it. And right. now, you know... The Silverbacks put it off too long. They, they had it, the, it, theirs was getting real bad, right? And they're going through that process now, and you know they've got uh, four fields out there, and so they've replaced two. They're just doing the stadium currently, actually, mm-hmm. and so it's it's a big project, and we just want to make sure. I think by planning, that's the beauty of something new, right? Is we're not out there yet, and that now is the time to put the plans in place, and the same way that the the city has has worked with with us, with chiefs, with the school system. Um, with their um, adult recreational groups to to offer the you know flag football and stuff and the, but that way the whole community is getting at because we're able to put a plan in place. Yeah, it's not we're not going on of the old adage of well we've always done it this way. Well, we haven't done it in any way because yeah. this is a new park. So now we have the op- we've had the opportunity to meet and discuss and put a plan in place that you know, that works for, to allow everybody to get access to, to the field. Yeah. And how's that work? So you guys obviously book time for, um, the, the teams and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then other than that, anybody can just get on there and play or they have asked about some open play information. Okay. Um, and so that is on the, the schedule for there, there is a weekend schedule that I've seen that will have some open play stuff. We do open play, uh, for, for the soccer community, actually coming up, uh, throughout January, on Saturdays, we're going to be at uh, Peninsula Park offering free play. And on Sundays, we'll be at Pleasantdale Park, which is our other f- location, uh, offering free play. And that's just come on out. And that can be kids. That can be adults. Like, just come on out and oh, play. Cool. Why not? I mean, we've got the equipment. We've got the goals. We'll staff it. We're not going to coach you. Right. Um, maybe some of the adults need some extra coaching. No, I'm just kidding. But they, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll just get out there and pick teams and let kids, people run around and hopefully work off some of that, you know, extra holiday food that we've all had. And uh that's the smart way time. to do it. Um, have, is this, this is the first time you guys have dealt with concession stands, right? Um, have you had concession stands in the past? That we've had minimal, minimal stuff, and this is you know this will definitely be the first time that we've engaged in, in you know the running. Yeah, you of, should talk with uh, the baseball fields. They, Dunway yeah, Senior Baseball yep. did a really good job. But did, was it there? And they outsourced it. They yeah, outsourced it. They okay. outsourced it. And yeah. we, we, so we've spoken to the the city and. I've got some contacts in Gwinnett County that we've worked with to who should we go purchase this equipment from. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we want to make sure that we're, we're getting what we need, but also being responsible and, you know, not buying a bunch of stuff that's just going to sit there and use. So. Yeah. Just live and learn. We, um, with the pizza place, we deliver eight slice extra larges to the fields so that way they don't have to cook anything. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of, you know, whenever they need more, they just order them. Yep. On the spot. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Well, they realize they've got one pizza left. They're like, hey, send us six more. Oh, I And then see. those will last. They throw them in their oven and it'll last oh, you I know, gotcha. a few hours. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So, you know, coming up, as soon as the, the fields are open, and we're hoping sooner rather than later, but obviously, you know, weather dictates that. We, uh, we're planning to have a, a tournament out there uh, over St. Patrick's Day weekend. 
uh, which will be great. Hopefully get some folks coming into the community and seeing the, the, the fields that haven't. Uh, well, St. Patrick's Day is actually middle of the week, but the, we'll do it on the 14th and 15th of March. And uh, hopefully get some folks coming in from the neighboring communities that now get to see the fields. And yeah. that'll have a little bit of impact, uh, economic impact into the community, right? You know, folks out buying lunch and, and, and you know, shopping in between games and whatnot. Um, Maybe. Yeah. Um, well, as a real estate agent, I'm excited about trying to yeah. sell my neighborhood. Yeah, folks coming in. Yeah, park and, right across the street. And then the big event that everybody needs to get out to is going to be on... Uh, April 18th. That's going to be the, the uh, what we've been told is the official grand opening of the park. Uh, we've already um, reached out to Georgia Soccer and to Atlanta United about them being involved with it. I know that there's other things in the park that will be all opening that day. It's not just the... Is the, that the, the amphitheater's fields. opening on the... I, I believe it's the park grand opening. That's, okay. what, that's what I've been told. Whoa, and, they better you know, get this, on it. Yeah, this is going to be exciting. And obviously, this all lays into the t- that timeline where things, you know, in the construction world, things move and, you know, it's like a hitting, hitting a moving target. Yeah, and we've, yeah. And we've had quite a wet... Yeah, the last, last two weeks of yeah. raining consistently. I don't feel like I've ever seen a construction worker acting like they were on a time crunch. Have you ever got that feeling? Like Take all the guys that were doing work over at Austin, which I saw them daily, it was just they were all just kind of sitting around. Oh. Didn't matter what the weather was, just sort of. Eh. So I guess we'll see. Maybe they know how to hustle <laughs> at the last minute. <laughs> when you're not looking, all projects can be done in a week. It's just a scam. <laughs> 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 well, we're excited about that. Grand opening. And, yeah, that'll be big. Know, we'll, we'll be running some, some again, some free play stuff that day. We want to, uh, can't talk for the whole park, but the, the especially on the, the fields, we want it to kind of have a festival-type atmosphere, and I and I'm no... Um, Drum circles and devil sticks and stuff <laughs> <right>. like that. <laughs> uh, well, we, we want there to be soccer games out playing, oh, okay. and, and, I, and I'm sure that the other sports will be out there too doing some stuff and um, and the high school and, and, and whatnot. And then we... Uh, I know Rachel and Brent are, are organizing that, so you know, don't, I definitely don't want to take away their thunder with things. I don't know all the things I've got planned. I just know that it's going to yeah, be an exciting day. Yeah, we're going to talk with them too. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting day. Is, and, there, uh, is there any official collaboration between the high school and these new fields coming up, or do they use them for anything, or do they just keep to themselves? There, um, there has been time allocated for, oh, cool. for the high schools to use, um, and so that they and it's quite a unique arrangement. You know, we look at other surrounding communities and count and in counties and because um, it's it, the school system and and the park system are ran by diff- it's different municipalities right you've got to cab yeah exactly yeah. and so this is quite a unique arrangement where they, they've got access every day of the week uh, uh, until uh, then chiefs has access and so it's it, it's uh, dates and times that has been agreed upon and now we just need the construction to finalize so we can actually go into that and, yeah. and, and use it and you know but essentially we've we're, we're a youth league that goes all the way up to 18 years old and you know if any of our soccer players that will we encourage them to play for the high school teams and vice versa and, and also be multi-sport athletes so you know in theory we're all we're all drawing from the same player pool here mm. and so we want those kids and even those kids that aren't playing soccer with Chiefs, to if they see that and they're now practicing there with the high school teams, oh yeah, we can play here too for you know with yeah, a, like little brothers and sisters. Absolutely. Yeah, my yeah. four year old's going to grow up at those fields. He's Are soccer be... scholarships big? Does that the colleges uh, give out money? Depends where. Trent got a full ride to Presbyterian, and that's like a fifty thousand dollar a year school. Well, that's not bad. That's a selling point for all this. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, look when we look at the, there is some money available, although. 
uh, there's much more academic money available than there is athletic money. Oh, that's so However, boring, though. <laughs> it might not be quite as exciting. Yeah. Well, how did the uh, the Christmas Cup go? The, what is it, Father Christmas or? What was yeah. So we were, you know, Chiefs has been involved in a charity event called Father Christmas Cup over, since 2012. We unfortunately lost a coach in a cycling accident, mm. um, and um, it's really grown. Um, it's one of the few charity events that I'm aware of that really has, I mean, we're almost 99% of every dollar raised goes to our cause. Every, everybody involved with it is a volunteer, so the folks from Chiefs are volunteers, and, and we, we're just one part of it. You know, I, I, I'm involved with just the youth event, but we have an adult event, um, and which includes uh, m- uh, men and women, and, it, and we have uh, an auction, and we have... A raffle and some some really cool prizes. The guys that put the raffle together, um, that are based in, in Dunwoody, actually. Um, uh, Brian and Patricia Cronin are based here, and 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 the kids have played for Chiefs. They um, do an amazing job pulling this, these amazing raffle prizes together. And uh, I mean, this year we raffled off a um, suite at an Atlanta United game, oh, that's which neat. is oh, a really cool. cool prize. Yeah. You know, it's really cool and. Uh, we had Atlanta, signed Atlanta United jerseys. We also had a bunch of jerseys from all other teams, from all you know the English Premier League, and you know all over. That folks were like, wow, you know, if you're a soccer fan, then these are really cool items. But there was other stuff too. You don't even have to be a soccer fan to come on out and get behind it. You know, we, all the money raised goes back to families that have a need, uh, that maybe have lost a loved one, and this is their first holiday period without that without that loved one. And uh, yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's it's one of those times where. You know what? We're just playing for the cause, and you kind of put everything else to the side, and it's right, right before the holidays, and you walk out of there. We raise some good money, and you feel you feel good about it. And yeah. Was it this year or last year that rained real hard? Um, it rained really hard going in, and so uh, one of the fields we've utilized Silverbacks Park, and they've donated the the, the space. They uh, the stadium field was flooded. That's what. Yeah, I thought that's what it was flooded, and. Uh, they, they asked me, you know, parents, the kids events first and like, well, what do you want us to do? And I'm like, well, um, we're going to go play. And the kids played in the in the water and they had an absolute blast. I it's fun. Actually. Parent, yeah. <laughs> the parents were, were worried, and uh, but the kids had a great time. We tried to rotate who was in and out of that. You the know, ball the, never goes the, out of The bounds. water polo field. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> but it was it was great, you know, and to put it very bluntly to, to the those families like, well, we're playing for charity. We've already got your your money. You can go play if you want to, or if you don't want to, that's up to you. And yeah. you know, as soon as the kids got out there and they were like chipping it in the water to each other and splashing through it, and and then I remember watching one of the goal. He's standing. This kid's standing in goal, and he's got one of those squeegees, and he's squeegeeing his goal. And now <laughs> the other team's shooting on him, so he throws this squeegee to the side and makes a save. Ball goes down the other field, and then he's squeegee in the water again. And I'm like, you want the water in front of the goal, though. Yeah, that's, that's going to stop the ball. <laughs> but I, I was like, man, that's like, like the ultimate vision of a sweeper keeper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sweeper. That's funny. So it was, it was, the kids had a great time, and we raised. I think we we raised about seventy thousand dollars. Oh wow, that's amazing. Yeah. That's a lot. That's cool. I wonder what the sweet uh, raffled off for. Do you know the sweet package? It was a. Um, Golden raffle ticket, so I think it was oh, a, a ten dollar oh. ticket, and oh, then wow. you, you know you had a chance to win it. And I hope I, I don't know all the finances. I know that 
we raised about 70,000 over the whole event with the, yeah. the tournaments and the auctions and we had more sponsors than we'd had previously as well. Is this a, is it that a Silverbacks thing or is it just Chiefs or no, it's they just the allow Father you to Christmas use the Christmas Cup is an independent listed charity. Okay. Um, their own entity mm-hmm. and you know Silverbacks donates the the fields. Okay. I wonder uh, if you can do day. that at Brookrun next year. Um, we definitely want to look at you know the what the beauty of having these fields is that the possibilities are they really are you, you can, can do, do a lot of things. a lot of fun stuff yeah you have like an event space now almost yeah and right. the building and, i was surprised that concession stand yeah. building was so massive um next time if you guys drive past brook run i mean the the if you go to the, all, all the way to the far back and there's this just huge building i guess it, what is it bathrooms how many like stalled bathrooms are those I've, i don't know the finer points of, of what the bathrooms <laughs> they look, how many showers are there they, it looked like it was a house it was like way too big to be well there so there's gonna be a is that where the referee lives <laughs> That's where they run off to after they've made a bad call. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the safe out. room. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's going to be the con- concession stand. There's there's obviously bathrooms, and then there's going to be a small office space. I believe is what they've they've told us. So, okay, do you get uh, to work out of there? Is that for the Chiefs or for? I think Dunwoody? it's just quote unquote office space. So I think we may be able to store some storage some, room. Yeah, yeah I'm going to try to work out of there. <laughs> um, but then you know it opens up onto what is going to be a raised pavilion, which will then over overlook the the two feet. It's going to be in, it's in between like the a big fields. deck. Kind of yeah, it's going to be like a picnic picnic oh, table that's cool. type area. So it's kind of like Silverbacks. When I think Silverbacks did a really good job of bringing people in with having that bar, and I think that would be neat if you did have a concession stand with actual food and. Just sit out on the deck and watch the games. But let's do our own. Between. Let's do our own margaritas and uh, monarchs and margaritas. We'll call it like fireball and footballs, right? <laughs> <laughs> you spread that up on the on the spot, right? Yeah, I guess so. You, Not bad. You're gonna have to talk to folks other than me about getting permission to do those types. I think we could do. No, I think we could do. That's way way above my pay grade. So. <laughs> the Nature Center does it. They're a city-run entity. Yeah, kind of halfway. So you're still happy with the way Dunwoody's treating you guys? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I think it, they've. Um, we are doing our best to to maintain that we're we're being a good partner because I feel like the the city has have been so proactive with one that building this field uh, mm. fields location park renovating it for the community, uh, the folks involved. Um, I know just went through. We have new city council members and stuff, but we, we you know we even sat um, the the most uh, Mr. Most recent mayor you know sat through the. The, uh, one of our meetings and provided input, which is fantastic, right? To come in and this is just a collaboration meeting. And what, one of our new city council did? No, Shortle, it was, Mary, it, it was Denny Shortle. It was yeah. Oh, cool. He, he came in and and, and chatted to everybody and and uh, talked about that sinking fund, <laughs> right? Uh, but but came and listened in and listened into the high school coaches and listened into the youth clo- coaches and uh, youth to us and to the the adult group and so I think when you've got folks that are invested like that and and I know uh, you know Brent Walker and and Rachel are are so in, invested in the programming and making this the best that it can be for the community you've got when you've got p- folks that are passionate I think things are can be achieved and you know that's why I'm excited when we mentioned that the op- grand opening on April 18th I think it's going to be a fantastic event and you know when we the We've got guys, we're all on the same team here, right? So we're working with the high school, we're working with the city, we're working with, everybody's working together to provide opportunities for our kids, for our adults. And that that's an exciting, that's what excites us. And that's what we're really proud to be a partner with the city is that it's uh, it's more than just, hey, here's a space, go run a program. It's, 
hey, how can we work together? What what ideas do you have? What what can we do? And how can we, you know, achieve these goals? And what do what do the community what does the community want to see? And 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 you see that all the time with that. The, the, there's tons of these community um, events going on in Dunwoody, and that's. We're good at that. Yeah. Yeah. And over the last year, since Jennifer's been there, and um, I think Parks really stepped it up the last year, the get togethers are are bigger and better, I think. By the way, I think Denny was just there to check the balance of your sinking fund. Make sure, (laughs) make sure there was some money in there. It's not very, it's not very large right now. (laughs) hundred bucks is a hundred (laughs) bucks. Got to start somewhere. He's working hard on his way out. Is somebody going to check that over time? They're going to be like, all right, it's been three years. What do you got in there? Uh, Look, it's not just, uh, it's in the agreement. It's in the agreement. There'll be constant. Um, our aim is that everything we do out there is will contribute towards it, yeah. uh, and that that's the beauty of what we do. You know, we're we're a membership driven organization. So the more members we have, the more play that we we produce on the field, the more we will be able to contribute to that fund. Yeah. So the more things we do, the the easier it will become be to to replace those fields in time, and and that's exciting because we know that we're in an area that's growing and we're in, in a community that's been wanting these things they've had all they've gone through all the community community meetings and input and the here it is coming to fruition you know finally which is super exciting april 18th i wonder who came up with the sinking fund i wonder if that was about I the know sinking baseball field yeah. <laughs> that's what i assumed you were talking about is that eventually they'll sink just like the high school football or high school baseball field did i i don't know where the name came from maybe it's a proper term or something <laughs> yeah, that's funny We'll be we'll be contributing. To it. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, yeah this is great. Um, so those dates again. How do they get in touch with you? How do they? So the Chiefs uh, website. Uh, our website is uh, www.chiefsfc.org. We have our recreational after school registrations ongoing. We we have a camp uh, that we're hoping to put at uh, Brook Run if it uh, opens on time. We we have that registration ongoing, and um, all our information, our programs is up there. And uh, you can reach out to, to, to me or to Juliet or to St- Steve runs our recreational program. And we're all uh, out in the community now promoting those programs hard and, and come out to one of our open play dates that we've got coming up here in January. That information is on our website too. Uh, there's nothing needed, no sign-up needed for that. Let's just come on out and, and check us out. And if you've got questions, we'll have staff on site there. You can ask about programs and we look forward to seeing kids on the field and and hopefully the adults on the field shortly. Yeah, as well. there we go. There we go. Exciting times. Now, we're Chiefs. We love it. So thanks for coming back on and good luck in the next couple months. Very excited. Thanks so much. Thanks. Guys. Thanks. April 18th.